Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, happy birthday to the Beano. The comic turns 85 today, and perhaps some of that longevity can be put down to how it's managed to change its characters and stories to reflect the reality of life for its readers. Michael Sterling is creative director at Beano Studios. Afternoon, Michael, and happy birthday. Thank you very much, Sean. I'm, I'm delighted to be on the show. Uh, so, like, has the Beano been changing all the time in the 85 years in the sense of it's going to reflect its readers, uh, the lives of its readers, I suppose? Absolutely has to, Sean. And, and the thing, this is the reason Beano's still here 85 years on. It's because w- w- when it started, it was it, it was quite radical as a comic because, first of all, the, the comics of the time back then, they, they were all packed with dense text and they told stories and it was stories about heroic figures and they were all grown-ups Beano used the kind of comic strips for the speech balloons and, and people said you know parents at the time said oh this is a bit funny and then on top of that Beano made kids the heroes of the comics which was totally radical it just didn't happen before before Beano came along and I think this is the secret that's allowed us to keep updating the way you say because it's ordinary kids that are the heroes of our comics. So all we have to do to make sure that they, they remain relevant forever is ensure that we keep mirroring the lives of kids in the here and now. So, you know, that Beano's always living in the moment, if you like. Yeah, because uh, I imagine when, well, when the Beano started, it was was largely a white Britain, for instance, and, and it's certainly not that now. Yeah, well, I mean, I, do you know, a really good example of that, Sean, probably... You know the 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 cartoon strip we have the the Bastik Kids mm. and the Bastik Kids as as they started in the fifties it's a class of of ten kids uh, nine of whom are boys only one girl and they're all white uh, now the thing about the Bastik Kids and, and the the kind of lovely story at the time about the Bastik Kids was they were inspired by the writers who were at Beano looking out the window and seeing the high school. That was across the road from the office. It's still a high school there today. And you still see the kids doing hilarious stuff in the playground if you ever glance out the window. But that's what happened with the Bash Street kids. So you're right, there and then, you know, in, 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 in 1954, that was what a classroom looked like in Dundee. That's not what a classroom looks like nowadays in Dundee or anywhere in 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 uh, in, in Britain or Ireland, you know. Yeah. And, and, we're really lucky we get to go into these classrooms and we get to see what's there we get to we get to hear the way kids speak we get to ask them who they like who they're interested in who they want to talk about and who they want to see in the comic and i think that that's what we have always tried to do because you know kids rule in Beano Beano town so you know we, we ask them what they want to see and then we reflect it yeah now, uh, one question I have for you, though. Dennis the Menace, obviously he's still there. Why did you get rid of his catapult and replace it with a pea shooter? Well, do, do you know what? It, it, actually, the, the story about that is quite interesting. I, I, I've got a catapult here, Dennis's catapult, and, and I also have a pea shooter here. And uh, the, the reason was at the time we had sold his show to Australia and there were rules about using catapults in Australia for kids. Ah. So that's why we so that's why we, we we replaced it at that point. But you know, De- Dennis is quite uh, Dennis is quite resourceful. And if you if you get the comic every week, you know, you'll still see him using things like the catapult as well. I think what often happens though is when we do something, when we launch something new, 
people who maybe haven't been paying attention to the Beano for a while, they come back to it and they see it and they think, oh, there's been a change. And and, and everyone talks about it and they think that that's, it's maybe a bad thing. And and so the, he's still got his catapult. And, you know, the other thing, the one I always laugh about, Sean, is, the, is his, uh, I remember that, I mean, it was a long time ago now, it was about 10 years ago, and we, we changed Dennis from the old hobnail boots that he used to wear to wearing trainers. Mm. And there was, there was a bit of an outcry, people saying, oh, you, you've changed Dennis, he looks different, he's, he's got trainers nowadays. And I thought, Do you know, I'm nearly 50, and I, I, I never wore hobnail boots when I was <laughs> a 10-year-old, so what are the chances of Dennis still wearing them nowadays, you know? I mean, some of the cool kids wear Doc Martens, I guess, so so maybe, you know, maybe we could upgrade them to those. But I think trainers are good for the time. He does, you know, running about, running away from people more than anything. Yeah, yeah. And also that, uh, that I suppose one of the other perhaps, revol- I don't want to be putting words in your mouth, but the, the, the Beano mm. when it first came out was different and revolutionary because it, kids were at the hearts of the story, but also those kids were kind of rebellious. And yeah. I, I always got the impression that, you know, these were more working class kids rather than, you know, snoozy middle class kids. Yeah, well, I think in, in the very first issue, there was this, uh, there was this cartoon strip, Lord Snooty, yes. uh, and and he's still a character that's alive and and, and well and been all time today. But the, 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 we we turned everything on the head. So he was the posh kid, and he played with all the yeah, like you say, the you know, Beano was written by working class people. It was illustrated by working class artists, and they're reflecting the reality of that. And it wasn't necessarily that they were down on the, the posh people, but, but but you saw what they did right away with Lord Snooty. So, okay, we'll, 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 have, we'll represent a posh person in Beano, but what we'll do is we'll have them seeing the world the same way we do and, and playing with that convention. So I think that's what we've always done. We've always we've always punched up the way, Sean. So mm. if, there's, if there's people who we see as being perhaps pompous or... Uh, you know, you know, overwhelmingly dominating people. We 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 will take a mischievous pop at them. You know, the, the old thing where you'd maybe knock their their top hat off with a pea shooter or a catapult, <laughs> that sort of thing. But but yeah, I, th- I think that's a fair uh, that's a fair point you've made there. You know, I, I think and I think Bino always connected with. Uh, you know, people because of that, because it was it champions the underdog, and so often in life the underdog is the kid. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, I also thought the Beano was about class warfare, uh, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, is the? Uh, I imagine though that nowadays just the business of producing comics and you know uh, uh, making an income from it must be much tougher than it used to be. It is in some ways, and it isn't in other ways. I mean, one of the things was when I, when I I've, I've been I've been in uh, worked for for DC Thompson, the company produced the company for twenty five years, and when I first got there. Everyone was talking about the problem for comics is kids are all watching TV and playing video games. and Everyone had their head in their hands about it. Now, the funny thing about that is that what's missing from that, the internet and, and, and online, that wasn't even a thing back then. Mm. And people were worried about that. Now, what we've done in Beano is we have... We've diversified a bit, right? So we, we, have, a, we have a TV show that's on 100 countries around the world. We have... Beano.com, two million kids, you know, use our, our website every every week. Uh, and we so 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 we do that. But what it does is it brings kids back into the comic. And the other thing about it is now the big thing that's changed is 
I, I don't know if you're aware of the notion of, of, of the olden days when people used to talk about penny dreadfuls and, and this mm-hmm. thing about, you know, those rebellious kids you were talking about and, you know, uh, people almost being wary of their kids reading it in case they, they get all naughty. I think there's much more awareness now about how cool Beano is to read. And also there's an awareness about the the ability of Beano to show kids that reading is fun at a really early age and how important, uh, you know, enjoying reading is. For I mean, it, it's a, it's, I mean, it's a scientific truth that the the... The sooner you can persuade a kid that uh, to read for enjoyment, the, the the more you elevate their socioeconomic opportunities later in life, their mental health. You know, it's just a good thing reading. And Bino, because of his accessibility, because you know the stories told first and foremost by the pictures, it's just it's a brilliant jumping on point into uh, any form of reading. And, and the great thing is nowadays, people are actually coming to us, Sean, because we are a non-device related treat. So instead of buying V-Bucks or another computer game, uh, people will buy a copy of Beano. An example, if you like, to, to, to print media of of ways that you 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 know you can still you can still do print media really successfully. And 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 that that I'm I'm really pleased about that because you know I've always been a kind of magazines and, and comics person and, and loved them when I was a kid and it was what got me into reading and what I do nowadays. And you know I just I just think every kid kind of deserves Beano. And and again we look for different ways we can make that happen. You know we love it if people buy it. Uh, we try and get it into libraries so kids can read it for free there. We we give copies to schools so kids that can't afford it can get it there. So so you, you know I I just think Bino's a really good thing and and you know the more the more the more people that read it the happier place the world will be. Those do very well in Ireland. Those do very well in Ireland and people have explained it to me before in the sense that you know in Ireland childhood's really valued and kids are really valued and that's one of the reasons why. Parents are prepared to buy their kid a comic, so so that that's a really interesting thing. That 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 I think it's a nice thing. Well, keep up the good work, Michael Sterling is creative director at Beano Studios. Michael, thank you very much. Thank you, Sean. It was lovely to speak to you. Moncrief weekdays at two p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.